What's up, Elite Army? This is your kind of well, kind of toxic host, Sarah Rittendale, bringing you another episode of Well-ish. What's up, Elite? I wanted to talk to you guys today about something that I have really been going through and thinking about changing for myself or about myself. And I was going to save this one for like a couple weeks from now and kind of really build the skill before I came to you guys about it. But honestly, it is just so forefront of mind that it's hard to not talk to my friends about it, (laughs) especially because I think I'm probably not alone in this. And it would be helpful to hear my point of view at the beginning of this journey in particular. I have always been someone who talks too much, overexplains, rambles, as you guys probably know from the long episodes that I provide for you. <laughs> I I do that in my whole life and I do it with people that don't always deserve an explanation. And it bothers me. It bothers me that I overexplain. And the reason is because at its core, I'm so phased by people. People can get so wildly under my skin. And I hate that. I don't want that. I don't want especially people that don't have my best interest in mind, that aren't talking to me or doing things for me for my betterment, that I feel like I, you know... I try to tell people that I'm a good person and I try to, I just like try to do too much for them. Like I try to explain that I have good intentions. I try to explain why they should like me or what I meant by something. And at the end of the day, it doesn't matter because no matter what you tell people to try to get them to understand you, most of the time they're committed to misunderstanding you and they will only really get it at a surface level. They won't get the deep true meaning of what you're trying to explain because if they were going to get it, they would have gotten it. And the reason that they have that perception on the situation or of you isn't because of anything that you could have done differently. It's because their perceptions make up their reality and whatever happened in whatever sequence it did led them to this perception. And you can't change that. You can't go back and change generations of information that their family has passed down to them that is now imposed on the way that they view the world. And the shit that's happened to them that causes their personal perception of things. And you alone are not going to change that. And I think that bothered me for so long. And like, now that I'm talking about it out loud, it really is at its core, people pleasing, you know, like it's really that need for other people, not people pleasing, but it's the need for other people to like you, like being so upset and trying to control other people's opinions of you. And you cannot control that. Like it feels like you can. And this is the issue is that it gets so lost in the sauce because it feels like you can control it. Like it feels like, okay, if I do the right things, I say the right things, bend over backwards, that they'll act different. They'll treat me different. From a family member to a friend to just some stranger at the PTA meeting to a relationship that if you do things and act a certain way that fits their mold, that fits what they need, then they will like you. But the truth is, is 
it's not going to work and you're just going to lose yourself in the process. But my overall point today is just talking to you guys about how to be a little less phased by that, how to be a little bit more unbothered by those things, because I'm sick of showing it, you know, like I'm sick of people seeing even those closest to me seeing how irritated I get. And it's not coming from a place of like privacy and trying to hide how I really feel or trying to hide things that are going on in my life. Cause that's almost kind of the vibe that I feel when I say that out loud is that I just feel like how I did when I used to hide like shit that my ex-boyfriend did from like, maybe if I didn't talk about it or I didn't tell people about it and I acted unfazed by it, that it would just go away. That's not what I'm saying. I'm not talking about suppression and ignoring the truth. I'm talking about not giving energy to shit that doesn't need your energy to not be bothered by people that bother you to not be bothered by events that you can't control. So again, this is something that I've always had a hard time with. I'm a very emotional, sensitive person and I, you know, things get really under my skin pretty fucking easily. I get worked up pretty fucking easily and I'm working on that because I don't like that. I want to be in control of my emotions. I want to be in control of how I feel. I want to be in control of my life and how I'm, you know, how I feel I am perceived by other people, not necessarily the way I am perceived, but that I am feeling like I behaved as my best self in these difficult situations. So I've got three things that I've really been focusing on to make this happen for myself. And I want to share them with you. Before I get into my three things, I want to validate, validate, validate you. You know, I love to do that because I love to be validated. So this is me validating you. You are bothered by things because they are bothersome. And that is the truth. Do not act like you shouldn't be bothered. Like there's a way that you should be feeling and that these people shouldn't be getting under your skin. They're bothering you. The things that are happening are bothering you because it made you uncomfortable because you didn't like it because that's not the energy that you're welcoming into your life because that's not something that you want for yourself. That's not something that you're welcoming. You don't appreciate whatever the fucking shit is that happened. It's bothersome for a reason that is to be noted and it's to be handled in the future. Like you need to know how to prevent that from happening in the future as much as you are capable of preventing that, not putting yourself in situations. So like that is a hundred percent a valid feeling that you are feeling this way. So this isn't like a don't feel that way. It's how do I now cope with that feeling of being bothered and not feeling like you're vomiting emotions all over yourself and your friends and family and your entire life. It's this feeling of not wanting to be carried away by your emotions anymore. And for the love of God, that is, I relate to that so hard. That is exactly how I feel right now. The first thing that really resonated with me is that you have to take each and every moment as an opportunity to try again. Now, let me elaborate on that because I don't want it to sound cliche, but I mean it incredibly literally. I feel myself getting phased. I feel myself getting bothered. I start to speak about it. I start to get angry about it. I start to project and lash out about it, whatever my reaction is to the situation. And 
maybe I go to a friend and I'm telling him about everything that happened and all the shit that irritated me or I'm yelling at my boyfriend about it and trying to make him understand me and he doesn't understand and that's pissing me off more and he's not having the reaction that I want him to have and I'm getting more irritated and I'm freaking out and now it's like I'm dwelling on whatever happened and then I start to feel upset that I have let it phase me and I've showed that to people and that's okay because it still bothers you and you're still practicing. You're still practicing how to not be bothered. So even though you already reacted that way, the next moment is still an opportunity to change it. It's still an opportunity to be unfazed. It's an opportunity for you to use the tools that you've learned to rein in your emotions get control over yourself and how you feel and have a new outlook on what is happening, whatever it is that you need to do in order to make yourself feel better and gain some clarity over the situation and then behaving accordingly. And just because you freaked out two minutes ago doesn't mean that you have to continue to freak out for the rest of the night or the rest of the day or the rest of the week, because that's what I do is I think like, oh, okay, well, I already fucking acted like this. So here I am, like, whatever. Now I have to be in a bad mood the rest of the night. Now I have to act angry the rest of the night. I have to put on this show the rest of the night. I'll do that with my boyfriend, which is like so embarrassing to admit out loud, but that's the truth. Like that I think, okay, well, I can't let you think that I'm not angry about it anymore. Or I'm not upset about it anymore because my attitude has changed. But really at the end of the day, it's not his problem that I'm upset. You know, he, no matter how much he loves me, he, it's not going to fix my problem that he's upset that I'm upset. It's just going to make us both upset and I'm still going to feel badly. And you have to do what works. I don't want to feel badly. At the end of the day, I don't want to feel bad. I like it better when we're laughing and getting along and having a good time. And they didn't understand you in that moment. You know what? Okay. Easier said than done, but I'm going to choose to try to move on and use this new moment as an opportunity to try again to be a little bit more unfazed. Not going to be foolproof, not going to work every time, but reminding yourself of that over and over when you do start to get phased helps rein it in. When you feel yourself acting in the way that you don't want to act, saying, this is a new moment to be unfazed. How would I choose to behave? How would I prefer to behave? And then you start to behave that way. And then you start to get phased again a couple minutes later and get irritated and start feeling that bubbling up inside of you. And then you say, nope, nope, new opportunity. This is a new opportunity. I'm not going to let it phase me and keep going. Again, using the tools that you need in order to feel through your emotions and work through whatever it is that's upsetting you, asking yourself the meaning, why it's upsetting you so much, asking what you need to make yourself feel better. You know, I'm not talking about all those tools in this episode because those are all real things that you have to do, but I want to mention them because I am not talking about suppression. I'm just saying you have to do what you have to do to make yourself feel better and try again in the next moment to act in the way that you would choose to act. The second thing is even if you care what someone thinks of you, you cannot care what someone thinks of you. And that is annoying and it's upsetting and you're not going to like that answer, but that's the thing. You're not going to like it. It's not going to be happy. You're not going to feel good. And I think that's the thing that I always felt when I heard, oh, you can't care what other people think of you. Like I thought it would just be effortless and I wouldn't care. Like I straight up just like wouldn't care. Like I don't care about 
how the bears do on Friday night. It's not like that. It's you actively aren't caring. You are choosing to not be phased. You are choosing to be unbothered by their opinion of you. You aren't happy about it. You don't like that. They don't like you, but you can't control how other people feel about you. And so you just have to accept that, not be happy about it, but accept it. You have to say, me standing up for myself, me being able to say no is what I need in order to feel good. And if somebody else has whatever reaction, you are probably good at predicting what their reaction will be. Then they have that reaction and I have to choose to let that go. I have to choose to accept it and I have to pick what's your heart. Would you rather be miserable and have your boundaries crossed and not let and not stand up for yourself and not act in accordance with your elite self? Or would you rather put your foot down and deal with the fact that somebody might not like what you said or that they might not like you? You have to find what you are going to be able to accept because, I mean, if you can accept the other thing, sure, but you're going to maybe tell yourself that and convince yourself of that and then it's going to pile up over time and you're going to freak the fuck out and not be happy with who you are. And then you will let everything get under your skin and your emotions will be getting the best of you because you're gonna be filling yourself up with this resentment and anger and bitterness and harsh words and irritation. And when bad things happen, when bad things shake you, because that's what happens in life, shit happens that shakes you, it's gonna come out because that's how it works. It all always spills out. So what are you gonna let spill out? The anger? and resentment or peace and humility and kindness because that's what's inside of you because you know that you've been living up to your best self in a way that you can feel pride in. When you start to accept that it is what it is, you stop getting so worked up. The third thing that you have to do is quit the habit of talking about it. I have not quit this habit yet and I know for a fact that this would help me. And I know for a fact that it's a habit. You have to quit talking about it in your own head and with other people. And I think I'm talking about it with other people because you know I, I should be able to vent. I need to have somebody to talk to. I gotta let it out. I gotta tell somebody. And you know what? Tell somebody. Have somebody that you go to. But I have three somebodies that I go to. And I don't really need to do that because... Honestly, I probably have more than three. I have four. I have four somebodies that I go to. And I don't need to do that. I don't need to rehash the same story that upset me, something that irritated me, something that I didn't like four different times. I don't have to. And and however many fucking times I'm saying it to myself in my head. If I can quit the habit or at least narrow it down to just one person that I'm talking to, Wait, let me, I, I've got five, five people. I've read my therapist. I'm dishing it out with her too. So like, I'm talking about this long story of things that have irritated me and I'm telling more people about the things that upset me and it's just, it's making me seem so bothered and it is making me bothered because the more I talk about it, the more bothered I get, the more people's input I have, the more realizations come through people's input and them pointing out things that are fucked up or not right or whatever, things that I should be doing differently, things that I that they should have done differently, coming up with all these new scenarios. It's like, it fuels, it fuels that fire. It fuels that fire. It is gasoline. I don't need any more gasoline. I need peace. I need soot. I need 
whatever you use to put fires out. That's why I said soot. I don't know what you use to put fires out, but that's what I need because I need to not feel like I could explode because something that aligns with my best self is feeling at peace and feeling at ease and feeling in control and feeling confident and feeling like I am the master of my emotions. I don't want to continue to let my emotions run my mind and run my mouth. That is not who I picture the best version of me as. And the more you talk about it, the more you're keeping it alive. There's some fact that is like anger only lasts 90 seconds, but the reason we stay angry longer is because we keep replaying it in our head. I 300,000% believe that to be true. Because if you think about something that irritated you and why would it just be anger? Why would it not be any emotion? We replace it in our head. We remember shit. It comes up, something triggers it, something reminds us of it. And we're irritated about it all over again as if it just happened or potentially even worse. Because again, we've thought of other things to correlate with that thing that's upsetting us. I feel a little, I don't know, uneasy at the end of this episode because I feel like I could just hear people not agreeing with this advice, but if people don't agree, that's fine because the truth is I feel this way because this is how I perceive the best version of myself. And if you don't perceive being calm, cool, and collected and unfazed and unbothered as the best version of yourself, then this advice isn't for you and you can carry on without it. But that is how I feel. I'm sick of feeling carried away by my emotions. I'm sick of feeling like other people and other things in my life control how I feel and perceive and live and how I go about my night. Like for real, I had like the most anxiety induced week this entire fucking week to the point that like I couldn't even sit in a room alone. Like I was losing my mind. I had to watch hordes of reality TV. Like I watched several seasons of Beverly Hills Housewives just so I could focus on other people's brain problems and drama and not worry about what was happening in my life. And when it got to the point that I was consuming too much and couldn't even do that without completely being anxious, I had to like call friends, call my mom, not even talk to them about what was happening, but just needed somebody to talk to about anything in general. And then somehow would always end up talking about what was irritating me. And again, that was what I was kind of talking about earlier. That is what I was talking about earlier is rehashing it all over again and feeling the anxiety and feeling the stress and getting the input of other people. And I just, the feeling I kept coming back to or the thought I kept coming back to was fucking Christ, I just want to be unfazed. I just want to be unbothered. I just want to be bothered enough about what's happening and then move forward and not spend my whole life dwelling on shit that I cannot control. I don't want that. I want to feel in control. I want to feel calm, cool, collected. I want to feel like I'm living my life for me and not just victim to everything that happens to me and my emotion surrounding what happened. I am who controls me, not my emotions, not the shit in life that is always going to happen, me. And that is what I'm trying to attain. So This was a short episode, but I don't have much to say on this because I haven't made much progress, but I wanted to talk to you guys about it because it's the only thing I can think about. And I don't know why it was such a revelation for me to really focus on being unbothered, but it's one of my big focuses now. So you guys will probably be hearing about it more. (laughs) Hopefully I gain a little bit more insight and we can talk more about how to 
be unbothered. But again, I wanted to just touch on it because I am at the early stages. And sometimes it's nice to hear from somebody that's also in the early stages that you hear advice from. Because the people that I typically go to for advice always seem to have it perfect, always seem to have it all together. And obviously that is what you guys come to Wellish for. It's well-ish. It's not perfect. It's not 100% great all the time. And so I just wanted to communicate that to you guys and be transparent and let you know that this is, you know, what I'm experiencing and what I'm working on. And I have you guys to work on it with me, which makes me feel less alone. And hopefully you feel less alone too. This felt like a little bit of a diary entry. Hopefully you got something out of it from my insights that I've had lately about it. (laughs) You guys are awesome. I appreciate you guys so much. I want to say too, I am so appreciative of you guys. Lately, I've had a lot of interaction, especially with Spotify having their list come out of top podcasts. And I've had several of you contact me to tell me that I was a reposting it, you know, whatever that I was on your Spotify top five. That means so much to me. And that is just honest to God, the coolest fucking thing in the whole world. So thank you. Thank you. I, I love you. You're awesome. Thank you for letting me talk to you. Thank you for relating to me. Thank you for letting me be myself. Thank you for letting me come and talk to you about a topic that isn't coming from a place of perfection and mastery, but from a beginning of the journey standpoint so we can work on improving ourselves and becoming our elite selves together. If anything in this episode resonated with you, please share it with a friend. If it resonated with you, it's more than likely that it'll resonate with somebody else. Also, do not leave without subscribing and leaving a review and a rating for the show. It helps the show out so much. All four of those things, rates, reviews, subscriptions, and sharing with people really, really helps the show out and gets the word out about the show so that I can continue to make content like this for you guys. And it helps me know what you guys like to hear. If you have any questions or stories that you'd like to share, I'm going to do a Q&A here soon. I actually was going to do it today, but I just, again, like I said to you guys, I couldn't get this off my brain. So I did this instead, but very soon I'm going to do a Q&A. I've had a lot of questions piling up from you guys that I think it's about time that we do another one. So if you have any questions or stories that you'd like featured on the show, submit them in the submission box that you find on Wellish's Instagram at Wellish Podcast. It's in the highlight there. You can also follow me on Instagram and on TikTok at Sarah Rittendale. On Instagram, there is a dot between my first and last name. We are going to have a great, unbothered, elite self, perfect, kick-ass fucking week. Do not forget, you are elite as fuck. I will talk to you guys next Monday. Bye.